What's going on? It's your host with the most I ever toast. We are here on the Follow Leader Sports Podcast. Um, man, feeling over just cannot stay out. I mean, goodness gracious. Where do we go? Uh, I got two different segments going on. Right now, let's talk about Tyler Burton. 19 points a game. Um, 6-7-2-15 Tyler Burton out of Richmond. The star of Richmond. Um... Yeah, eligibility, 19 points a game, 7.4 rebounds, 1.5 steals, uh, 76% from the free throw line. Be great. Um, we only shot 29% from three. Did shoot 36% last year. Shot 36% in his uh, sophomore year. That's why I say y'all got to still clear these averages, man. I mean, you got to really see what a person did, what he's, what he's did uh, years before with his high school. If a guy can hit a certain percentage, he can. And last year, um, he shot 36% from the field. This year, he hit almost two uh, three-pointers a game. Same thing as last year. It's just that he shot a lot more this year. It's a little bit more before getting the 36%. Um he does this. This is what he does. He's going to hit that three-pointer. He's going to shoot. It's going to be a part of his game. Um, shot 44% from the field this past season. Now, let's talk about this. Now, usually, that was before before they got hurt. I didn't do a podcast. I let them do it first, but just to tell you what's the update. Yes, it looks like, I mean, you can see a lot of updates, right? We've seen a lot. Hunter Dickinson was looking like he was going to Nova. Didn't happen. Um, you know, so there's certain things that look like they're going to happen. I've had a lot of People have been following me for years. I have predictions of the good and some predictions of the not, but this is looking like another one. Villanova is it's just, and then I heard a person say they haven't got a commit in 15 months. What does that mean when they've got <laughs> when they've got transfers? This is a different game now. It's y'all have to open your eyes up. I think you're still thinking about the past. If you don't get a recruiting class and you get a bunch of uh, transfers and most of them are NBA prospects, this is making your your and this these are winning transfers. The guys that put your team and, and add to your team, make your team a top ten team, which we're going to talk about a little bit. You know, I want to wait till it happens first before I start talking about them being that type of team. But yes, if they get Tyler Burton. You, you know, you put him with Eric Dixon, who's a guy that scores 16, almost 17 a game. Uh, Lance Ware, a guy who can get 11 and 10, 11 and 8 even. If he gets 8 and 9, it's still good for them. It's still good for Nova. Two blocks. I, I think he'll get 1.5 blocks and or, or two blocks and, you know, one still a game. I think he'll get that. Ware is a defensive monster. He's energy. He'll be everywhere to make it hard for people to score in Villanova with Lance Ware there in a start lineup. Which I wanted to talk about. Start lineup with Ware. Um, some people, you know, I saw somebody put because of all the transfers we got, well, somebody's going to have to not start. So this is it, people's like, oh, these transfers. No, I mean, you got to look at the roster. So let's look at the team. Justin Moore, this, this is what I saw somebody put. Justin Moore, TJ Bamba, um, Tyler Burton, Hakeem Hart, and Eric Dixon. Well, I saw somebody put Hakeem Hart, TJ Bamba, um, Justin Moore, and and Burton being four, you know, guys. 
he's just not thinking of a smart lineup. Mark Armstrong is the true point guard. And why would you put the only time you put another guy? Well, we'll see what happens because we did see Chris Archdiak and no start. So we'll see what happens. The only time you put a, a, another ball handler is when you don't have a point guard. You have another, not only do you have a point guard, you have a very, very talented point guard. So until I see this, Armstrong is a starter at point guard, man. I mean, before the season, when the season was out, we was talking about if he was going to uh, uh, transfer. So I'm sure the convincing part came around because NILs are everywhere. So they did their part in convincing him to stay. So I, I just feel like he's he's that he's he's the guy that everybody know that led this as the season ended. You didn't know about Moore. You didn't know about nobody. The first name that came up. Even before more, because you start hearing about Justin Moore not playing in the NIT, you started hearing about um, not only that, you started hearing about uh, Cam Whitmore leaving. Uh, so it was like, oh man, you, you thought Moore was gone. So Armstrong was the big guy. He was the poster child. So once that was convinced, because I talked to his mom, and his mom was like, oh, what, what did you? Why did you put that? We were, you know, she heard uh, that. I guess she heard that I put that they were transferring. I said, no, I just put that, um, you know, the rumors, rumors. And she was like, I said, so you, she's, are they transferring? He's like, no, we're not transferring. So I was talking to his mom and, you know, I found that out. Because I go ask people. That's one thing I do. I'm going to go ask. I'm going to let you know the progress of that. that. That's one thing you get from Lita Johnson. I'm going to ask. You're not getting maybes. Uh, I, I'm asking everybody in the source. I'm asking parents to, it could be parents, could be cousins that are close to the source that are going to deal, deal with a lot of the business. Sometimes these groups have family members that know everything, or, you know, if it's uncles, if it's cousins, if it's aunts, they're around, you know, it, the only time I, I consider them is if I know they're in the group that knows the decisions. You know, they're right there with the mom, the dad, you know, and I confirm with moms and dad, you know, I got to confirm with the head people. If I find out from one person, I got to find out from the actual source what's going on. Even if I find out from a person that's close to the source, I got to find out. So, um, if we're talking about Mark Armstrong is definitely with Justin Moore. There's no way you can't put a, a, you got, now you have a big, big with Lance Ware because he's a guy that can with the rebound and the defense more than anything. That's the, you're talking, we, we might be trying to talk about offense, but that's not really the important thing. Even though what he brings you is an athletic post player that can play above the rim also, which would be great for Armstrong and more, you know, the guys that handle the ball. So you got more now. Then, then you got Burton. Then you got Dixon to shoot. You know, some people might say, oh, we got all three guys that can shoot threes. You don't need that when Burton, Dixon can't play defense like where? So you put Dixon at the four position. So you, now you have that post player that can shoot that three. But one thing you understand, if you want that type of lineup, Nova now, if they get Burton, can switch the lineup up so many different ways. I mean, I know y'all heard what I said the last podcast and posted on Twitter about the lineups, but now you can do a lineup where you put Dixon in there and 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 you and Hakeem Hart and and Burton and more and Bamba. You can actually that is a very very dangerous lineup, but that's not the lineup you want. As your start lineup, for one, if if you can get bigger at power forward, yes, put Dixon 6'7", 255 there instead of putting Hakeem Hart, who is 6'8", 200. 
at Bergen, well, why would you put a more off guard who's better at being who he is, a shooting guard, than a point guard if you don't have to? Last year, it was looking like that. You know, Armstrong came in. And if Moore was healthy, you're talking about Khalid uh, Daniels and Justin Moore because you, you have to do that. The freshman, you just want to throw him in, and you have to do that. And that she was going, I thought he could have started last year. And he, the way he played, man, Armstrong could have been a double figure guy. But I think Nova even knew if they threw him in there. You know what? Listen, don't tell me that programs don't try to save players and don't play them because they know they're going to. I think uh, UCLA tried to do that with Zach Levine. Zach Levine was just on the bench instead of being a starter. He was already considered a lottery pick, and UCLA was putting Zach Levine on the bench and not even giving him the time. Same thing with Miami. When Miami had Lonnie Walker, Lonnie Walker was coming off the bench, and and they they realized he was just too good. He was already going – I think they wanted to try to get a second year out of him, put him – see how the draft stock goes, but drafts were still having him top ten. Some guys are just going to stay there, and that's, that's how it was. Uh, not top 10, uh, top 20 uh, near lotteries where Lonnie Walker was. Top 20 to, to lottery, he was definitely a first-round pick. You couldn't do nothing about it. So, you know, eventually they ended up putting him in the starter. So looking at Villanova, it's just it would be, like I said, the smart part, you have a 6'7", 255 power forward, a 6'7", 215 small forward, and you would have a 6'9", 235 center, great length, play defense, then you still have your point guard. So you have a real big a point guard. You have a real two guard. You have an ultimate three and D scoring small forward, and then you have a real power forward. With this lineup, you have a true lineup, true lineup that can deal with anything. Then you can bring in Hakeem Hart and Bamba off the bench, and you still have Housing and Longino. Lord, gee, now we didn't even talking about Patterson because now, listen, what people are going to understand is that Patterson's going to get his time. But see, this is the year Patterson grooms into being a starter next year. It's, it's no doubt in my mind that these Patterson and Njoku will be your starters next year. This year, you look at them, they'll get time to groom into the, the, to the lineup. Like the same thing they did with Michael Bridges, the same thing they did with Phil Booth, the same thing they did with um, Josh Hart. You bring them off the bench and make him groom into it. Colin Gillespie, they did the same thing with him and Dada the first year. It was their time coming up soon, and they let him groom into it. The, the, the championship year, you look in, um, after that, it was their time, man. It was just their time. But it's how they groomed them. And this is great to groom. You got Hakeem, uh, now you got... What you do now is you don't put the pressure on the depth to be relied on by Patterson and Njoku. Now they are really size. You can just put them in at the rebound, play defense, scoring here and there. Now you have size you can throw in there for defense. You have lineups you can throw in there like, okay, let's do let's do Lance. Let's do um it can be, you know, it's a it's it's a real crazy situation. I don't think they'll throw their lineup, but Trey Patterson can play the three at 6'9". Um, look at Lance Ware, he can play the four at 6'9". And then you can throw another 6'9 guy in the Joku. That, that's just a defensive lineup to where you can throw Hakeem Hart in there and you can throw Justin Moore. That's more of a defensive lineup. Long, athletic, Guys that can get at you. 
you put Moore in there and you put Hakeem Hart in there. You got a ball handler and Moore could still be off off guard. That's a heck of a lineup. Think about it. Njoku even push come to shove. You look at that that lineup and Njoku, if anything, can rebound, block shots. It won't be people getting in there, get, they'll be getting rebounds. And you got Trey Patterson and you still have Lance Ware. And, and for you doubting if these guys can score, okay, let's just rest your mind. Justin Moore can score. Hakeem Hart can score and handle the ball. So if anything, you got rebounding shot blockers and guys that can put the ball back in the hole. You know Lance Ware is going to be able to, a guy's going to be around the rim, blocking shots, can, can score. Trey Patterson has length. And so does Nana Njoku. That's just a defensive lineup. If you just want to throw some guys in there to, if you feel like you're getting beat up in the post, you can do that. Rather than just putting Hakeem Hart in there and TJ Bomba just to come, you know they can score. But if you want to put pure length guys in there with size and weight, you can do that. I mean, Njoku's 260. You know, Patterson's 230. You know, so uh, uh, where's 235? We're talking about three, six, nine guys you can put on your front court and for a defensive lineup. You know, you can do five-minute defensive line with Justin Moore as your killer and Hakeem Hart as your ball handler at 6'8". On your front court, you have size now. You have Justin Moore. You can put Hakeem Hart at the point guard position just to let Justin Moore run around. You still got Hakeem Hart who can play defense, has length, can rebound, and can score too. So you will be able to get scoring. And this isn't a lineup that's going to be in there every game. It's just a certain lineup if you're getting beat up in the post. You can go ahead and get your big men and tie them out, you know, have guys that can out-rebound them, be athletic, you know, and score. But if anything you're worried about scoring, you have more and heart before you're proving that Patterson can score <laughs> and where and, and, and the Joker. I mean, they have a team now with size, like that small lineup you can throw in there with Justin Moore, Justin Moore, TJ Bomber, Hakeem Hart, Tyler Burton, and Eric Dixon, you could throw that small lineup in there or throw the real, which should be star lineup in there, which is, which will start off, which should start off Armstrong and Moore, Burton, Dixon, and Ware. That is a perfect lineup. Anybody saying, oh, what is wrong with you? You're not going to win. Villanova had the same lineup last year. They got outmanned by bigger front courts. Stronger, more effort. How about this? Also, athletes. What they have on this team is athletes now. They don't think Patterson's an athlete. I don't want to talk to nobody. You don't think the Joku's an athlete? Nobody talk. You never, like, when these guys were recruited, everybody was excited. Now everybody don't think they have talent no more because they haven't gotten in there. This is unbelievable. But this is what's going on. This is what Villanova is doing. The same thing that Jay Wright left Neptune's doing. You're going to. One thing that's good about if Tyler Burton becomes a Villanova Wildcat is that this team can play and everybody coming in next year, you know, you're looking at Jordan Dumont. He's around all these players, right? Whether he gets a red shirt will happen. Um, I had some talks with, the, you know, Villanova coach and I'll just leave it at that. You know, that, that looks like something that could def, that is definitely going to happen because you don't have enough players now. Somebody has to – Burton – only if Burton commits. And it looks like they're trying to get somebody. 
one more. They're trying to get one more. Tra- they're going to get one more. Tra- they want to get one more transfer. Uh, don't know if Julian Phillips is going to come back. That's another guy. Uh, Isaiah Moran, everybody's talking about that. But they're focused on to see who comes back, and they're going to get somebody. And right now, Burton is it. It seems like Burton is the guy. I mean, I'm doing more. I'm going to do um, – I mean, I did all the calls I could do. I'm going to do a couple of more, which would be close to the situation. Um, didn't get an answer on that that source today. But all the all these guys, are, all the sources I, I called are confirming the interests, confirming the yes, he, that's who he's just – thinking about going to, then you got one saying, yes, strong, very strong chance. It seems like that's going to be the chance. Uh, there is Providence that's around. Providence is a school to look for. You can't say they can't get them because they can. George, I mean, transfers and prospects are looking for NIL deals or they're going to get time. Or, you know, it could be anything. If it's agreed upon, yeah, reclassification. I mean, it just depends. And Burton, everything Villanova has, he loves the culture. He loves the team. He loves the offense. And he wants to get drafted. If if Tyler Burton goes to Villanova, if Tyler Burton goes to Villanova, man, he's going to get drafted in the first round if he performs to what he's been performing at Richmond, even if he scores like 14 a game. Because I don't think he's not going to score 19 a game at Nova. Is these guys, I mean, Nova's about sharing the ball. He'll score 14. Um, I think him and Moore will be, uh, at one time it was Bamba will be now. Bamba, Villanova's going to have two guys off the bench scoring 10 points a game. I'm sorry to tell people. That's going to happen. Like, they have, the type of team they have, nobody's going to get in there and crowd. Bamba can get in there and still get the same type of minutes, same type of time. Do everything that Longino and Housing they wanted them to do. Now the pressure's not on Longino now. Now with guys like Bomba and Hart coming off the bench, teams are not going to be able. Just if they get Burton now, this is Burton's not here yet. But if they get that, teams are not going to be able to even worry about Housing and Longino. These young, good scorers. I was just talking about a podcast about them. Now that has to be switched up because with, with Bomba and Hart. Regardless with anybody, it's going to be two guys, you know, that are going to be playing, um, you know, on from the bench, really, ironically, on that point. Now, this is unbelievable to look at, man. This is really something to look at, this team, because, like I said, and another thing I'm going to say, the reason, the big, the big hype, if you want to know the big hype about Villanova is that, I mean, after this Eric Spolster said what he said, that put another big notch of nobody knows. No, really, seriously. Like, prospects heard that. And, and they, they say things, you know, off the record. I don't put it in interviews, but, you know, because it's such a common question I ask prospects. What do you think about what Eric Spolster said? I mean, Villanova's always been a good school. That's what they say. And that just proves even more, man. It makes them even more enticing to go at, to. Go to. Drew McKenna. This is a guy I, I, I clearly went past me, everybody. Didn't know Villanova. But what I do know is that Villanova wasn't hard on him, though. I could tell you that. It's like the Isaiah Wong situation almost. You know, um, 
Villanova was one of the schools they offered them. But they weren't going hard at the Drew McKenna at all. I mean, he, he put them in there. Like, he chose Georgetown over... Like, Villanova could have got Thomas Sorber if they did what Thomas Sorber wanted. Villanova could have got Lathan Somerville if they did what Lathan Somerville wanted. You know, uh, that, that reclassification, they wanted, they wanted a big man. They didn't want a big man for the 2024 class. They wanted a big man for the 2023 class. They wanted a big man for right now. And as you see, they're looking for just more bench help um, or or starter. Adrian Diangu of Rochester State. I mean, he's a guy, and you're looking at it, and it's like, you know, Diangu going to go where they give him more time. And you you know Nova can do it, but now it's about Tyler Burton. If they get Diangu, that is real. That's a different situation. I think Diangu gets. Uh, mm. Diangu could get uh, redshirted. That's just how I feel if they get Diangu because what do you do with him? You don't put him in the center position with his experience to get time automatically. You don't do that. You wait for next year and he's backing up Najoku. And then there you go. But you don't sit there and put him in there with this lineup with Lance Ware and Njoku. What do you do? I mean, Ware is already there. You still got Njoku. What do you do? I think he's, I think he gets redshirted. Then you wait for the because Njoku's a senior next year. I mean, not, not this coming season he's a junior. Then after that he's a he's a senior. So you're looking for your next center. That's when the Diangu situation comes in. Then you're looking at Julian Phillips. Julian Phillips would have started. Now you look at it. Julian Phillips would have probably been. If you look at that situation with Julian Phillips, either he starts. Or you're looking at if Julian Phillips comes, you still got Bamba, you still got Dix, you still got Ware, and, and Hart comes off the bench. That's definitely where I, I don't. If you get Julian Phillips, that's different. I think Julian Phillips. It, now that you're looking at Tyler Burton. What does Julian Phillips do? Does he come in and start? I mean, he's he's definitely at eight points a game last year. I think he comes in and starts. I think now if you look at it, um with his with him going in trying to get his draft stock up, I don't know. It's a very complicated situation with the Julian Phillips. Julian Phillips ever committed to Villanova. And you say you got Bomber there. Does Phillips come off the bench, which I think will happen? I mean, what do you do? Put Phillips over Bamba, who's experienced? I don't think that happens. I think they get Phillips, and I think Phillips probably wouldn't come. You know, Phillips stay in the draft and get a contract or a two-way contract, but Phillips would be a guy that would come off the bench and be explosive. Bamba would be a small forward. 
Hakeem Hart, I think that's that's what will happen. And they will want Phillips to be here next year. No question. This doesn't make any sense. I, I think Phillips would not commit to Villanova because I think Phillips is probably trying to go to a school where he can go ahead and shine, shows people how good he is, gets his two-way contract, or maybe drafted. Um in that mode. But yeah, I just think Villanova looks real. The burden situation is unbelievable. I think it's unbelievable and it's good for Dumont don't have to come in there and rush in there and do what he does. They have a deep team. They really do. We ain't talking about Chris Archiacono. They're super deep. With Burton, this makes this team, no question, top 10. I said, you know, this team's a top 15. And this one guy, no, this is what this one analyst said. So you came all the way over here to tell me what another analyst said. Okay. Um, this is a top 10 team. Why it would be a top 10 team with Burton? Listen, I'll tell you before going into it, because I'm about to end this and, you know, just something quick. Um, look at this team. You get a 19-point-a-game score, a 16-point-a-game score, 11-point-a-game score, a, another guy who can score a double-double, a good defensive player. These guys are all experienced. They're all like these guys ain't just, you know, and now you bring in more. You got Dixon back. You got Armstrong. Wow. You still got Housing. You got Longino. You bring in Patterson with Njoku, which nobody's believing in, but you'll, everybody will see the type of, you know, team they'll be. This is big. This is a big time team uh, next year is Patterson and, and Joku's year. I, I definitely believe that. Big time team. So I'm out of here, y'all. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. I'm out, y'all. Follow the leader.